Welcome to the Bad Bounce Podcast. This is episode number one officially. What's going on, everybody? I'm here with Kyle De Silva, as you hear, my co-host. Yes, sir. And last time we were here, it was just the intro. It was Thanksgiving morning. How's your How's your Thanksgiving? It was great, dude. Yeah. I mean, I spent it with you for the for the longest part. I spent it with you for probably we we're probably here for five four, six hours. Four, I was gonna say four yeah, or five trying hours. Trying to figure it out. I mean, probably five six drinks deep. It was great. Yeah. I went home. I was absolutely hammered. <laughs> and then we <laughs> ate a bunch of food. Yeah, copious amounts of turkey and right. mashed potatoes. So as we talked about in the intro, we are going to go into the actual tournaments. And, um, you know, this is an unofficial event, but the biggest wave and the biggest wave of news is that Tiger Woods withdrew. Crazy. Absolutely I mean, bummed. Little suspicious that he withdraws on Monday, in my opinion. I right, feel like so, so to, for everyone, like Kyle is the biggest conspiracy conspiracy theorist. Just a smidgen. Can you can you talk about how you don't like to drink water? Like, what kind of water don't you like? I drink real water. Everybody. What, what does that even mean? Just One time I drank like a purified water from Trader Joe's. It was like four dollars. He's like, Josh, that stuff will kill you. Smart water is fake water. <laughs> Why is smart water fake water? It's just tap water that's been purified. I drink water that comes off of a mountain <laughs> that came from rain. So what? Like, okay, like, like a uh, caveman. Like, Arrow- <laughs> like a caveman. I think Arrowhead is- actually, as bad as it tastes, I've actually read that it's good water. So Why I would is drink a caveman it. a standard of health? I don't know, actually. <laughs> it's a great question. I actually don't know. Well, okay. But it seems correct. Arrowhead is absolutely awful, though. It's, it's terrible ter- water. But if it's good, I mean, if, if it's better for you than tap water, why not? Tap water, it's not real. Like, where does it come from? So you think smart water is filtered tap water? So it's like a Brita. Smart water is is a Brita that right. they have added things into, and that's it. It's like taking your tap water and put a little powder in it. All right, back to back to okay, yeah, conspiracy, back to Kyle. Anyways, yeah. So conspiracy, Kyle is here. Um, hit us with the conspiracy. Okay, Tiger Woods withdraws on Monday. This to me is just a little similar. Qatar banning all alcohol and alcohol sales two days before the World Cup. Draw all the people in. Then hit him with the with the bad news. So you think he's been hurt for a while? I think he knew he wasn't going to play. Mm. And that it was definitely a ploy to draw the views in. Right. He's got plantar fasciitis. Yeah. That's not something that happens overnight. I mean, you feel it, I would say, right. creeping up. So I have some experience with plantar fasciitis. Not personally, but when I was a kid, Pau Gasol, one of my favorite Lakers, <laughs> had a foot injury of plantar fasciitis. And uh, so I know a little bit about how painful it could be. You're, you're supposed to be pains. out. Shooting yeah, pains. Yeah, shooting pains. Supposed to be, you're supposed to be out like seven, eight weeks. Yeah. Basically, all you can do is not walk. Right. And it's like the connective tissue between the heel to your – I'm butchering this. Heel to your toes. No, it's something like the, the sole of your – and so you feel the pain in like the, the – literally the, the – what's the middle of your foot called? The arch of your foot. The arch of your foot. And you it's literally just feel shooting, shooting pain. sharp pain. So it makes me wonder, also, I don't know, he was wearing foot joy shoes for a little while. I wonder if that was a part of his plantar fasciitis right. or whatever. He's trying to help it. Maybe it didn't work. Yeah, I heard the foreplay pod. I I'm, I'm, can't believe you just brought that up. Where they're, just, they're like, it's a big embarrassment that Nike couldn't figure out the shoe yeah, situation. very true. Yeah. but And it could be either great PR or terrible PR that he's wearing a foot joy shoe and then had the plantar fasciitis. <laughs> So, <laughs> so I don't know. Maybe right. Nike's loving it. Who yeah. knows? So you're so you're saying that Tiger knew he was going to be hurt. And, Tiger, or knew. Tiger knew he was going to withdraw. Tiger probably knew like last week. He's like, you know, my foot hurts. 
I don't really think I can walk 72 holes in competitive golf. Is he going to play the PNC? He can. He's going to play the PNC because he can take a cart. He can take a cart. He yeah. could have taken a cart this tournament. He can take a cart in this tournament, but I watched the interview, and he's very strong about not taking carts in a PGA Tour event or in a non-sanctioned event where they can take carts. Yeah. And so all know, senior tour events, they can take a cart. Yeah. And John Daly takes a cart around the Which PGA Championship. Which I didn't know that they can take a cart mm-hmm. in all senior tour events. Mm-hmm. That's big plus. I might ramp it up, you know, 48, 49. <laughs> How old are you? <laughs> 27. Dude. I got 22 <laughs> years. <laughs> like... Happy Gilmore only had 364 days. <laughs> oh, we're off the rails already. Okay. Um, so, talking about this tournament, it, it's interesting because this tournament is s- certainly not a, a, a traditional tournament, for, especially for us to first talk about. Pretty bad bounce for us to already have Tiger not being in the tournament. Pretty bad Pretty bounce. Pretty bad uh, Par for the course. Yeah. No yeah. pun intended. See what I did there? Um uh, and so we have we have a twenty man field, and I'm gonna quickly read the, the twenty man field. Um, we have Cameron Young, Tom Kim, Billy Horschel, Sung J M, Kevin Kisner, Sam Burns, Matt Fitzpatrick, Tommy Fleetwood, Corey Connors, uh, Sean Lowry, Max Homa, Tony Finau, Sepp Straka, who replaced Tiger, bad bounce, Justin Thomas, Xander Schauffele, John Rahm, Scotty Scheffler, Jordan Spieth, Colin Morikawa, Victor Hovland. Sounds pretty nice on paper. Great, great 20-man field. I mean, last year, the guys who – I mean, who would be in there if the live wasn't? It would be like Cam Smith, Bryson, Bryson right? DJ. DJ. Probably Brooks, if he's Brooks healthy. Brooks played in it last year. DJ – I don't think he, DJ played in it last year. I don't think Patrick Reed Patrick, would be invited. Patrick Reed played in it last year. Really? Fourth. Yeah. Played, played is this really an well. invite thing only, or is it – they go strict off of uh, – Invite only. Invite, invite only. only off of Tiger. So, okay. um, So this is a pretty stacked field. Um, and obviously there's some young stars like Tom Kim is Tom Kim of, is a national treasure, right? It's kind of, <laughs> I'm rooting for that guy for Ma- forever. Max Homo has won recently. Also a national treasure. Right. And the favorite being surprisingly John Rom. A favorite by a lot. A favorite by a lot. I would have thought it was Scotty Scheffler. Over Scotty Scheffler? Oh, Scotty hasn't, I mean, I wouldn't. It's hard to say, but since he was a former world number one. Like Scotty's weird. He's like all over the board, but, but always I mean, on the front page of the leaderboard. He is. I mean, he finished third in in, in Mayakoba. I mean, he went super. And his game's pure. Yeah, and so obviously, I mean, it's I, interesting. It's interesting, and we're using DraftKings as our as our as our uh, sports betting page. But it's curious to know: is it because people still underappreciate Vegas? Still underappreciate Scotty Scheffler? I don't think so. Vegas knows what they're doing. So obviously John Rom's on something. Might be the they, people's choice, right? They know a little something. I mean, John Rom, you're a swing instructor, Josh. He's just a, a recipe for success. Yeah, I mean he knows he knows how to work the ball both ways. He's really confident. What he he has no weaknesses, right? He has he yeah. drives the ball great. His to me is really a well, great short game, great putter. Amateur or a former, you know, wannabe pro looking in. He just has the recipe for consistency. So maybe that's why he's – every time I, I look at bets and odds, he's always up there. Right. And it's because he is, like, a pretty much a top ten machine, although he did go through a bit of a rough rough stretch last year. But should he be the favorite? Do you think he should be the favorite? I don't know. I mean, you've got so many good names on the he's top world number of this five. leaderboard. Yeah. And right? Tommy's Scotty Scheffler's number two now. Scotty Scheffler's number two. I would have put Scheffler at number one, personally. Right. That's what that's what I was thinking. The whole year last year, he surprised you, and every time you're like thinking, "Ah, this guy's got to fall off," he wins. And he finished second here last year. Oh, really? Yes. 
Yeah, See, <laughs> he's just yeah. And so Scotty he's very subtle is about gone. the things he does. I don't I don't know. Yeah, I I mean he hits it high and far. That's a big big part. Yeah, he's got yeah great short great game. putter. But I put Scotty at number one for sure. Okay, and so specifically with this course, it's short. It's short. It's a birdie fest. Tiger said it himself. Tiger said it himself in the interview today. And if you look at people who've birdied the most from last year, Scotty Scheffler is way up there. Right? He's got to be. Scotty Scheffler's way up there. I think I believe he's fifth. Fifth. Who's number one? Uh, number one would be Sahith Thigala. Really? Yep. Yep. Wow. Let's but, go okay, brown so people. A big <laughs> Carl De Silva is brown. Yeah. Um, in case y'all are wondering. But he, uh, yeah, he, he also played a lot more events. But knowing him personally, so Sahith actually went to my high school. That's right. And he's, now we Did never. you guys play together? We or? never crossed paths because he was four years old. So when I was a freshman in college, he was a freshman in high school. Okay. Um, but, yeah, he's always been a guy who, a lot of birdies, a lot of bogeys, makes a lot of putts, great iron player. But yeah. he, so he led with 433 uh, total birdies. Four hundred and thirty-three birdies. Mm-hmm. But he played a lot of events because How he, tried, he events? had to get his card. He had to get his card. That's still got to be an average of five, six birdies around. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And then, um, holy smokes! The holy number shit. one player with the most birdies on the field this week in the, at JT? the Hero, Scotty Scheffler. Scotty, three hundred eighty-six. Okay. Second is. Do you want to take a guess? I'm gonna guess JT again. Tony Finau. Okay. So, this is obviously going to be a birdie fest. And number three, this is my kind of sleeper top five pick, is Cameron Young. I don't know much about Cameron Young other than watching him in the U.S. Open. Yes. He played very he well. He played very well in, all the, in most of the majors. Yeah. Uh, the PGA as well. Ball striking machine. Ball striking machine. Um, he's got – Paws Nation loves him. The guys who pause at the top of the vaccine. Oh, we, we okay. have a friend Brian Shin who teaches here. He has like a really long pause and he's pause like, nation. Young. I love that. <laughs> he's like Cameron Young and Hideki. Over so here. is Hideki just you know the leader of yeah. pause nation? 100 percent. Well, also the Hideki founder. not in this field. Hideki not in this field. Injuries, I I believe. Live tour confirmed. Confirmed. That's a hot take. <laughs> Roy McIlroy not in this field. Live tour confirmed. Confirmed. <laughs> so uh, so according to this field. It just I'm just looking at how many birdies people make, and I, Scotty's got to be the favorite in my mind. I, if I see Scotty Scheffler on a short birdieable golf course, I mean he can make a couple bogeys. Yep. he's gonna make it up. And with a course with this much sand, like he's great at just playing golf. He's like, great, he's yeah. Up. All those funny little shots out of the trees, touchy feely. This man's got it all. I mean, it's so, what I wanted Augusta. The favorite is John Rahm at plus 500. So if you put down $100, you win 500. Scotty Scheffler is at plus 750 for the win. Scotty Scheffler plus 130 for top five. Again, it's a 20-man field. 20-man field plus 130 top five, Scotty Scheffler. I'm yep. in all day. Are you, are you curious about Tom Kim? Tom Kim, I'm taking just all bets. Plus 1,800? Minus 120 top 10. I think that's the safest that's bet. That's not a lot of confidence. To ever exist. So you're oh, taking plus eighteen hundred. I could see this kid winning. That's why I think he's he's a national treasure. I mean, he's twenty years old. Yes. He can't even have a beer. Turned pro at sixteen. And I think he could win a tournament with the you know arguably top well he 20 has best right? golfers. In he the already world. has right. I mean, he's, yeah. he's putting it up there. But uh, well, let's do a little segment: fraud versus for real. I, I love this. Tom Kim, fraud or for real? For real, hundred percent for real. I I. He's got it all. 
I, I think I think he's a little bit of a fraud. Does he hit it? Why? Is it because he hit, does he hit it short? It's a two seventy five. I knew it. I knew it was gonna be okay. about I mean, hitting yeah, it short. I, mean, it, I I know I I'm a sucker for high high okay. bombers. Two seventy five in today's day and age is short. Yes, but he's twenty years old. He'll probably pack on weight. Roy didn't hit it very he far. Packs when he packs on plenty of weight, bro. I'm talking about muscle here. All right. <laughs> You got to go on the Rory program, not the Bryson program. That's a little, you know, advanced. <laughs> hit, the, hit it 300, 310, and being a, you know, good, consistent player with a good short game, you're always going to be around. Yeah, and so a lot of the consistency. So his thing, being a swing instructor, I, I can't help it. He is, he hits a short because he doesn't use enough of his body. I mean, he doesn't turn very much going back, doesn't turn much going through. It's all arms. Gets arms gets a little stuck behind. So I just I don't know. If, I mean, I guess, junior golf trap draw. You yeah. Know? So I guess if you if you use if you gain weight and muscle, it doesn't hurt, right? It can't hurt. Yeah, it's I'm sure he'll hurt. learn how to use his body more efficiently and right. whatnot. The game is about distance, so he's gonna have to figure it out. But right. the fact that he's hitting it 275 and he's in he a field miss, like this, man. he doesn't miss. That so, shows you that that shows you a little something. Right. Being a Korean, like. All of my other Korean friends, I don't know him personally, know him really well. He just does not miss. They're really impressed with how he just hits it on a string, but he's yeah. a 275. Can't wait to see him in person sometime this year. Yeah, for sure. But I think he got hot. I think the putter got hot. He doesn't normally putt as well as he did at, you know, I mean, the President's Cup gave him a ton of confidence. But Yeah. I mean, in the tournaments, he was winning. He was making like 60 footers on right. the regular. Okay. Like, okay, here's my pushback. He's like the darling of the PGA Tour because they're trying to compete with Liv. And then they Paul Azinger. somebody right now, but I like him. Paul Azinger said he's going to be the number one player in the world one day. That's, that's a big, that's a hot take. That's where I push back, and that's where I say he's a fraud. So, But I could see it. But Tom Kim, so you could see it. So Tom Kim, you're going to at least take him top 10, minus 120? I'm taking him top 10 minus 120. Okay. That's easy. He's going to shoot 15 under. What's 15 under is going to be top 10? Yeah. Oh, easily. Right? Easy. Yeah. I mean, it's only you only have to be half the field. My real hot take here though is Kevin Kisner. <laughs> Absolute bottom of the list. <laughs> Plus 280 top 10. As the man says, this ain't no hobby. So he beats half the field. If he beats half, if he's the field, half the field, you make free 280. Yeah. This guy's a birdie machine. Is he though? I'm pretty sure. He has had a he had a fantastic year last year. He has a pretty decent year every he climbed, year. He, yeah. Well, no, he, he speaks climbed his from truth. Like, he says there's only four or five tournaments a year where he can win where the course is short enough. <laughs> this might be one of them. <laughs> well, okay. He he did he he climbed uh, I can't think of off the top of my head. I want to say he climbed from like the 60s into like 30s um, in world golf in rankings? world golf rankings dude top 50 in the world you're an insane golfer yeah top 30 i mean holy smokes so you're just waiting for that putter to get hot is what you're saying and i'm pretty sure his putter gets hot all the time all the time yeah um tony finau tony finau he's coming off back-to-back wins yes a couple weeks ago a month ago right this guy, I mean, I see him all over TikTok and Twitter. Guys just posting 10 under rounds all the time. And it looks like he misses five putts inside 10 feet. It's incredible, though. He is um, – so, correction, he actually just won the last event. But um, he is – So, he's won three events? No, he's won one event. One. Yeah, he's won one event. But he uh, he looks good. And he's always he's always playing really consistently. He has had three wins in the last – one, two, three, four, five, six, seven events. That's impressive. Three in the last seven. So he's hot. 
the guys nowadays are just so good and to he win. Makes, he makes a lot of birdies. Yeah. He but. hits it so effing far. And in this, you know, it's going to be windy. Straight. It's going to be windy. He hits that low ball. That little low missile. What he do you think of his missile? swing? Uh, so when he was a rookie, he had, or not even rookie, before he was a rookie, high schooler, he was on the big break and stuff. He had a really long golf swing. Really, really, really long golf swing. it's really short now. Yeah, like very conventional and beautiful. And he hit big old draws. Yes. Right? So I he was on big break. I thought he was hitting big old draws. Exactly. So he has a brother named Gipper. Gipper Fino. I love that guy. Yeah. Gipper and Tony were both on the show, both bombers, and they both hit it equally far. But Gipper, Tony, I'm still rooting for you, brother. <laughs> Gipper, if you're listening to this. If you're listening, we're I'm TMG. rooting for you. KDS. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. So Gipper um, still bombs it. He's at 400 yards sometimes. 400 yards. So when he was playing in the Utah Open – I hear, like, people – one of my students was playing with him. He says he literally hits it 400 yards in that elevation. What What does that even mean? I mean, you're driving I mean, normal par fours, California not even short level. par fours. Yeah, California sea level is That's three. 350? Yeah. And so, right? Yeah. So 360? You, you get the 10%, yeah. Holy smokes. Which isn't inconceivable. The fact that it isn't is, is ridiculous. Yes. The, the game is going so long. Yes. That it really just bothers me because I'm getting shorter by the day. <laughs> and I can't handle it. I recently moved to a stiff shaft. We'll talk about that another time. But, yeah, so Gipper, he still tries to bomb it out there. Tony has learned to dial it back. Dial it back to 330 right 330, down the gut. Exactly. And so that's where his God. swing his swing has gotten much shorter, much tighter, a lot less movement around. He's gone it looks to, like he knows exactly where it's going all the time. Kind of like yeah. a John Rahm-esque yeah, little different. But John has always been that way. Mm, whereas, whereas Tony just kind of dialed it back. Exactly. So Tony dialed it back. And so Tony dialed it back, and he now hits this kind of bunt cut looking thing. And I've heard Tony has 50, 60 in the tank at any given moment. Yes. So what, um, a good friend of mine who is a journalist for the PJ Tour and takes a ton of good videos, he was like, Tony has two modes. He has fairway finder mode, which is about 174, 175 ball speed, which is Jeez. like. Just That's above tour still average. Still more than tour average, yeah. Yeah. So if you look at his average ball speed, it's actually 177. He's like 50th or 60th. But then how does it go so far? So when he is having his good weeks, like RBC, when Justin Thomas, Rory, and, and Tony Finnau were in the last round, the last group together. They were all hitting 183, 184, 185 ball speed. Jeez. So that's when Tony's like, I'm feeling good. Not missing a fairway. I can swing at it. So he definitely has it in the tank. And if this course is – if the wind is down and, and as wide as this course is, you could hit it anywhere, you're not going to lose it, he can, he can really go low. And he, has, he makes a ton of birdies, and he's hot. Yeah, and I feel like his putting statistically is not that good, and he makes a ton of birdies, and that's scary. Actually, surprisingly, statistically, he's decent. Really? De- like middle of the pack. Okay. But So when the putter's on, it's over. But he can't make it down the stretch. He you has mean, choked away you a mean ton of clutch tournaments. up and exactly. So the putter gets cold. So I'm sure he works really hard on his putting. I'm sure. And so it it can hold up. Curious to see. I think Tony wins a major this year. Oh, hot take. Calling it now. Okay. I just I'll just start with I think Tony wins this tournament. You think Tony wins this? I tournament? I think Tony wins this tournament. I like Tony winning the tournament at plus eight fifty, and I like him at plus one forty top five as well. By the way, if you guys hear this this cart in the back, 
Man, we're doing this podcast at a driving range. <laughs> we'll remember this. This is how you know you're in the good old days right. before you've left them. Right. We're sitting outside just doing a podcast. Um, anyways, sorry for that sound. Um, sorry, what was that? Sorry, can you, this is a terrible podcast. What'd you, what'd we were say? back. We were on Tony Fino. Right. And, and you're the, saying you like those odds? I like them. Like? I like them. Okay. Top five plus 140 plus 850 for winning. I right. love it. Ninth in total birdies last year. I do think a feeler pick, though, is Justin Thomas. Okay. And that's somebody I haven't really heard much of in he the just last... Gets, uh, he gets really hot or kind of cold, but yeah. he's had a ton so This is of a perfect, perfect golf course for him. Yep. So, who are some of your sleeper picks looking at purely the odds? I mean, I just can't help but to look at Kevin Kisner plus 8,000. <laughs> it's too juicy. I'm going to ignore Shane that. Lowry... Plus 2,200, that's someone who knows how to dig deep down the stretch and a guy who can just make a ton of birdies if he's hot. Right, and, and he's, he's played pretty well. Um, uh, I feel again, like he I always plays well. It's just whether he gets, you know, that little hot streak or not, and then it's over. Right, so a big part of Vegas stuff and, and gambling is is the people. That's a big part of it, right? So there's, a, there's the, there's the uh, people who set the numbers, but then it's, it's also how the people respond to – Whoever the, the bet is. So if you put a ton of juice on Shane Lowry because he's playing well and nobody nobody bets on him because they don't know who that they guy is. They don't know who he is. They're not taking they bets know. on him. Exactly. They're, they're not they're – not, then no, Vegas isn't making any money on it. So I do think there is some money to be made there. He won recently at the BMW PGA. Huge tournament. Yep. One of the European Tours flagship yep. events. And he played very well. That's like their game. players' event. Yeah, exactly. Since then, miscut at the downhill links, off downhill links. But if you remember, weather was terrible. It was raining. There's water in everyone got everyone's Ugh. shoes. Twenty um, third in the CJ Cup in a in, in, in a limited field. That's not great. Twenty um, third in the DP World Tour Championship. Not bad. That's their that's their tour championship, right? So he's getting primed and ready. I I you know I think at least top ten odds. Not bad. He again he just plus three fifty. Yeah, he just has to beat ten guys. Right. I think he can do that. Right. And, uh, well, what about the defending champion, Victor Hovland? He's, I don't, I don't really like any of those bets for Victor. Uh, top, no, top 10 minus 125, I'm not taking it. He's the seventh re- highest odds, tied the seventh highest odds, is Hung J.M. and Cameron Young and Colin Morikawa. Victor's kind of in a little slump right now. Yes, a little bit. He played well at the... He finished 10th in the Mayokoba, but he was a two-time defending champ. Yeah. He finished, I believe, third at the CJ Cup. Um, I just had it up. And I, can't I think if Victor that. continues his style of play, that he may join the Live Tour. You think he's, you think he's a Live At confirmed? some point in time, yeah. Where's Patrick Canley? Why isn't he playing this? Uh, that's true. Live confirmed? Live confirmed. Confirmed. I think he got married or something, right? No, and I think he's... We don't need to talk about I that. I think he's going to Live. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just kidding. By the way, Jordan Spieth, those odds I think he are won, inflated. Just he won of his here name. in 2017. He won here okay. in 2017. That's five years ago. He finished dead last last year. But see, that's why I said that I think his odds are inflated just because of his name. Because honestly, plus 320 to finish top five, I think he should be more like plus 400, 500 to be top five. He's not going to finish top five in this tournament. Yeah. He's just. For some reason, he kind of lost that spark after that amazing season he right. had. Well, he's the 13th highest odds out of 20. 
So, I mean, they're, they just love hot. him. But he's tied with Max Homa. Max Homa, Sam Burns is above him. I mean, Tom Kim is above him. Right. And odds. Right. But Max Homa being that low, he just won the Fortnite Championship. Max Homa, I think they've put him that low just because he hasn't really wet his whistle enough yet. Do you like those odds? I do like those odds. He's got a good little short game. He chipped in to win when he won. Right. That takes some freaking nuts. Yeah, 100%. Billy Horschel, don't like any of those odds at all. I wouldn't take one bet. One bet on Billy. Yeah, we're we're both of us. We just won't do it for. Purse. I would take a plus one fifteen to finish dead last. I don't. <laughs> I would take that bet. I don't care if Billy Horschel wins three times in a row. I am never making a Billy Horschel bet. Right. I don't want to pull for Billy Horschel. I used to, and for some reason, I just don't like him anymore. Couldn't tell you why. Really, you used to like him. I used to like him. Yeah. You know, who used to love him was he used to be kind of fiery. Yeah, Mark Anguiano. He loved him. <laughs> We'll bring Mark on one of these days. That's so Mark to like Billy Horschel. Oh, fellow Ping. Well, he played with him in a Monday qualifier. That's why. Yes. And Billy was said something about this hole is like the worst hole he's ever seen. And Mark was like, I'm team Billy. He signed with Ping because of that. I I hope Mark's not listening to this. Well, he's not. Let's be honest. (laughs) But Mark, you'll be on one day. Put it out in the universe. I don't know it yet, but all right. Um, Here's another sleeper pick. Tommy Fleetwood. Love Tommy. Tommy's got one of those swings that also just so repetitive. He hits I, his I shot. He hits that draw. He knows what's going to Anytime, do all and the time. If he needs to cut it off, if he doesn't want it to overdraw, he just cuts it off a little. I will take Tommy any bet at Augusta National this year as long as he's healthy. And I'll take Rory? I'll take Rory, but only if it's on Sunday or Friday. <laughs> Thursday or Saturday, I will not take him at all. <laughs> Saturday, I'll take an over 75. <laughs> Anything you want. Roy is like Minus 125, <laughs> over 75. Put me in for a hundo. I uh, actually put 125. Yeah. Roy is pretty awful in the first and third round. If he's in contention in the, in the second round, you can guarantee. Yeah. And then that one year where he blew it on Sunday, yes. which is ridiculous. But he just backdoors... Top fives in majors. He shoots major. 63 on Sunday <laughs> every single year. And everyone goes, Rory's on, so he's on the rise. somehow lose by two, but it's never <laughs> even close. But it just makes it cool. It makes you watch the coverage a little earlier. Yeah, right. All right, so Tommy in his last three events, tied fourth in CJ Cup. Say what you want about that. Tommy. He won the Ned Bay Golf Challenge. That was his first win in a long time. That was Really celebrated, and he finished fifth at the DP World Tour. So he's in really good form. He is in really good form. He's in really Let good me form. Look over those odds again. And so he's in really good form. Uh, again, I think he falls into one of those, especially like being a European and all that. People don't really know him. He's and plus he's really far down the list. Very far down the list. He's. T- I mean, it's hard to say anyone should yeah. be far because it's a twenty-man field of a very strong field. But we have Tom Kim at eighteen hundred, Tommy Fleetwood at eighteen hundred, Sam Burns at eighteen hundred. And he is uh, plus 280, top five, minus 115, top 10. And again, these odds are strange because normally top 10 is, is you, get, you, you get plus odds. You, get, you make money on that. There's some juice in that. But, okay. Uh, because it's a 20-man field. Well, I'm going to place my bets after this, and we'll post them, and we'll talk about it next week. Sure. But minus 115 is like 
the Bills being the being the Patriots by three this weekend. Like it's that's some incredible. I think that's an incredible bet. Top uh, ten. He's top just got to be half the field. Yeah. Colin Murray Coward just got married. Count it. I'm taking that one. Colin Colin has. I mean, I don't know if he has. Colin could be on the after wedding bliss, or you know, maybe had a fun time and he's a little tired. Well. So this is pretty makes sense for a pro golfer. He got engaged right before this event last year. Ah, okay. And then he was leading the event. If he won, he was world number one. Okay. And he made and he made he shot seventy six and finished like eighth. Oh. But he had two snap hooks, which is very uncharacteristic of him. Yeah, big favorite of the golf Yep. Ball. And then he had a mud ball on a par five, hooked three wood, made double when he was looking at birdie or eagle. Wow. And so. He does play well on this golf course, but he hasn't been in such good form. Just got married, all that. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna give him a break for this week. Yeah, I'm resting him. Mm-hmm. Colin, just enjoy your week, brother. Yep. Uh, and and racking uh, some cash. I do not need to be angry at you this weekend for not making me any money. <laughs> so we'll give you a break. Um, so I think Tommy can jump him. Um, I mean, he's gonna be. Seb Straka, he's going to be Corey Connors, Billy Horschel. Seb Straka, I saw his name in a couple majors this year, maybe one major. Now, Seb, so Seb Straka didn't play very well. Or he had a win. He lost in the playoff while Will Zalatoris hit it in the water. Oh, that's where and I saw him. Will hit it in the water first, and then Seb Straka stepped up and hit it in the water. also hit it in the water. And then Seb... From the drop zone, hit it in the back bunker. Yes, and then Zally got up and down. Up and down. Yep. So here are his last events. He's got miscut RSM, miscut Houston, miscut Mayakoba, which is just impossible. 62nd at the CJ Cup. It's a limited field. 45th at the Zozo, limited field. 2nd at the Sanderson Farm, 6th at the Tour Championship. It's 28th at the BMW, 2nd at the FedEx Cup. So he had a fantastic FedEx Cup playoffs. Miscut Wyndham, miscut Rocket. Miscut Open Championship, Miscut Genesis Scottish, Miscut Travelers, Miscut U.S. Open. Man. He's How is he Tiger. in this field? He's replacing Tiger. I mean, he's ranked 30th in the world. All right, go Sap. But you know who's third in the world right now? No. Cameron Smith. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So he was second. He was second. Uh, right. And then Roy took over. Exactly. And then he only got the points from Australia, but... It's going to be interesting to see these guys kind of fall off the points list. Exactly. But in the meantime, Seb Stryker being 29th, he's probably – he was probably picked because he's the highest ranked at the time. PGA Tour player. Yeah. Seems, seems like Zal Torres is still out. but So he's going to beat Seb Straka, and this is him as in Tommy Fleetwood. But, you know, this is kind of where we're at. How do we feel about Xander? Xander. So let's group Xander, Justin Thomas, Matt Fitzpatrick. They're all in the plus 900 to 1,200 range. Who do you like out of that group? Um, taking Fitz out of the running immediately. Don't know why. He played well here last year. I mean, year. he won a major last year. He played well here last year, too. Low ball hitter. Great hits ball striker. Hits it far. I just don't think he's got that streakiness to go off and make nine birdies, Fair. eight birdies around. Xander does. He's been in some good form, but I just love JT. I always got to pick my boy JT. I put some cash on him to win the PGA when he was down by five or six this year. Oh, yeah. Tell us how that – tell us about that. That, that this is, That's basically why this podcast started. I mean, I just feel things out, Joshy. I don't know what, what to tell about? you. I saw, J, I saw JT 
five six back. The odds were just incredible. Plus eight hundred, plus nine hundred, something something ridiculous. I said, all right. Talked to my book. He said, put two hundred on that bad boy. And I think he shot. What did he shoot in that final round? Well, we're, didn't you also do, do a uh, live bet? Yeah, it was a live bet. All my uh, plus nine hundred. So yeah. it wasn't like I, at one point he was like plus, it was something crazy at one point when he was down nine. He was like plus thirty five hundred like, or something. Yeah, I took him. I I remember winning like twelve hundred bucks off this bet. Right, right, right. It was great. Yeah. So from now on, I'll take him in anything. Right until he'll he'll break your heart. You'll end up being giving all that money back to Vegas. What do you think about his swing as a instructor? I love it. I lo- I I really like it. it's super athletic. He's Smash it, find it, he uses hit it his again. Hips really well. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'd rather you err on the high side than the low side. So, I I really like it, and it seems like he's really dedicated to the game. And then speaking of Xander, I've hear, heard talks of the town that he might be moving to live. That's that's the rumor on the street. So on, the, on the streets of Twitter, the Elon streets. How many uh how many more guys can they get? I mean, clearly clearly live is working. It is working. It's, it's really shaking up golf. Working. It's shaking up golf. It's Are we it's, gonna save that for fraud or for real or are we gonna talk about it now? No, we'll we'll save that. We'll, we'll save, save it. it. Huh? We'll we'll talk but I just regardless of how you feel about the live tour, it's working. It's they working. are they are winning. For once we can agree on something. Yes. <laughs> They are winning. It's working. And if they've spent two million, two, what is this? Two, two billion, billion. Sorry, two million. Two billion. Two billion last year. Last year. What's going to stop them from spending more? And they can spend four or five next if year. If there's anyone on on the edge, they're just going to send them over with more money. They're buying up tours right now. Again, we're going off the rails. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. So, um, so while we have Xander at plus nine hundred, he's the fourth uh, favorite in this list. I don't like him. I don't like it either. I can't tell you why either. It's just a feeling. I told him I'm a feeler. <laughs> Maybe one day I'll look into some metrics on betting, but not today. <laughs> um, again, I, I think there is some popularity bias with it. With golf betting, there is a lot of, do you know this guy's name? We will just... Increase the we'll odds. Entice like you crazy. To, to bet on them. Hundred percent. Like Tiger's bet to win the Masters last last year was like ridiculous. Fifteen yeah. to one. Yeah. He was like the eighth favorite. It's like <laughs> yeah. what? But I'm um, sure that'll continue. I read a funny tweet that said Tiger uh, withdrawing from the Hero World Challenge. He's now number one in the PIP for this year. <laughs> so I mean, go he's Tiger. Never, he's never losing that he's thing. He's never losing, whether he can walk yeah. or not. I think you know. If he passes away, he'll win that next year. <laughs> you guys will, well, I mean, we'll talk about it yeah, in episode yeah. 5,052. Right. <laughs> okay. So we're going to go into our bets. So we have the bet of the week, our personal bet of the week. So the J Park Golf bet of the week, the KDS part bet of the week. Um, and then we have another one that we're going to call bad bets. Yeah, and I'm the, the Bad Bounce podcast of bad bets. <laughs> so, uh, would you like to do the honors? Give us the bet of the week. I mean, my bet of the week. I'm taking Scotty Scheffler to win, for sure. That's your bet of the week. Yeah, it's an easy. It's an easy pickup. Scotty's gonna win this tournament. Okay, well, <laughs> I'm not that bold. Usually, you know, 
they, the odds makers say you want to pick a bet that's around even odds. Yeah. And so I'm going to take I'm Tony Finau top five at plus 140. That's a great bet. Yeah, I'm going to take that. And so now what is your bad bet of the week? My bad bet of the week is Kevin Kisner top five, and I'm going to take him to win. <laughs> You're going to do both? Yeah, I put a little 50-piece on him. <laughs> I can win four grand. <laughs> Wait, this is going to be terrible for this for this segment. I didn't even know you could do that. Take dip, take both. multiple bets? Take the win. I guess you can, right? The well, yeah. win and the Yeah, I guess you can. Like I've I'd take all 3. You on never Kevin get Kisner. that in like other sports, you know what I mean? If I put 50 on all 3 on Kevin Kisner, it's <laughs> still I would still make some money. If he just beats half a field. Right. Okay, and then that with uh, I am going to parlay. Um, I'm going to do a parlay for my bad bet of the week, and I'm going to parlay a Tommy Fleetwood um, top top five, which is plus 280, with the 49ers uh, – or, sorry, the, the 49ers are playing the Miami Dolphins on Sunday, and I'm going to take the Dolphins straight up, which is plus 175. So plus 280 plus, plus 175, the parlay is plus 945. Wow. And I might join in on that for the hell. <laughs> Plus 945. Actually, I'm going to do Tommy Fleetwood and then the opposite of the Dolphins. <laughs> Just for the hell of it. You want to see what that is? <laughs> yeah, show me what that is, Josh. So, Tommy Fleetwood top five. And lock in a 50-piece. <laughs> Plus, Plus this... Plus, I parlayed with the San Francisco 49ers money line. I'm going to spend $50 on five different bets, and which, not one of them is going to hit. <laughs> which is minus 205. So, plus 280 plus minus 205. Oh, I'm plus, saying plus 500. What plus am I 465. Boom, baby. That's not bad, actually. Because 49ers are favored by four points, which Josh, is a Josh, can I borrow 50 bucks? <laughs> <laughs> you can for my winnings. But I'm not going to win this week. All right. So, you know what? Why don't, why don't we just, why don't we put it up? We'll take some screenshots, right? And then we'll just see who wins. How okay. much do you want to put? Let's put an even number. Or should we just put whatever we want to put? It? No, we shouldn't show how degenerate we are. We'll put an even number on both of them. Okay. Uh, on both of those bets. And maybe we'll do a tally and we'll see and who. And see who wins the most amount of bets by the, by the end, end of the, of the week, year. Yeah, end of the year or something. Okay. Or most dollar dollar value. Right. Because I could lose every single bet and then hit one Kevin Kisner for. Sure. For eight thousand. So why don't we do? Up. Why don't we do a thousand dollar bets, fake thousand dollar bets? Okay. We'll do eight hundred on the bet of the week. Yeah. And then two hundred on the bad bet of the week. Okay. And then we'll see who wins the most money at the end of the year. All right. For some trophy. We'll throw up a poll, see who yeah. they think is going to win. <laughs> to all of my haters, keep that same energy. This has been the Bad, Bad Bounce Podcast. We are the Bad Bounce Boys. We love you guys. BBB. Dream about